I need to introduce myself as Helen's mother and Rob's mother-in-law. For all the people who think that they might want to listen to this podcast, I feel that I should just warn you all that the language could be foul. Hello, dear listener. Welcome to... Helen and Rob's... No... Rob and Helen's, because you made sure that your name was first. Didn't no, you? I mean there's no, it's no big deal. I'm happy to call it <laughs> Helen and Rob's uh, date night podcast, but we'll have to go back and change all the names on on Podbean and iTunes. But I mean, if that's what you want to do, like, why are we rowing? Why are we rowing? No, it's Rob and Helen's date night podcast. Uh, welcome. Welcome. It's the podcast where myself and my husband of 14 long years... Only married for four. Only married for four. Yeah. Um, why? Do you want to explain to the listeners why we were together for 10 years before we got married? I didn't think you wanted to get married. We didn't want to get married, did we? We didn't want to get married. We planned not to get married. <laughs> we never really talked about marriage. We'd done the, we'd done the kids, so it felt like the marriage was maybe... Maybe that boat had gone. Yeah, and then what made what made us get married in the in the end, Rob? I remember we were sat there watching telly, and you turned around. I'm going to swear in a minute because I'm going to use the exact language that Helen does use. She swears like a plaster usually. We were watching telly, and you said, "If you died, I'd be fucked." Those are your exact romantic words. And we talked about all the different scenarios whereby if one of us carved it. And how having not been married or really sorted out our life insurance and all that kind of stuff that that you basically have to go capping on to my mum and dad to have any access to, to any my of the to my to call it, my estate your estate yeah yeah, yeah. yeah exactly all the junk that I've accrued over the last uh, however many years so then then we ended up laughing about how monumentally unromantic it was trying to work out how we divide things up in the event of us splitting up or one of us dying. Yeah. And then thought it was more fun to imagine we'd be together forever and that maybe we should get married. Yes, so we, we basically, yeah, I, I think I had a vision of me and the kids going to live in Granny Bean's studio flat and realised that I needed to do something about it. So we were talking, weren't we, about maybe going and formalising your will. Yeah. Uh, so that it included us and, and going down and doing that. And then we thought, actually, the same process. Yeah. We get the same results if we go down to that very same office and actually get married. And get married, yes. So we went and got married, didn't we? So that is the story of how she tricked me into a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still with you. I've not stolen half your and fortune. You'll be, but you have now a legal uh, foothold on half of my estate. estate yeah, the estate, my estate is mine. Anyway, so this is Robin Helder's Date Night Podcast, where basically with the kids both now at school, we've got our time on our hands to fart around. And I think we've got a cracking podcast. It was a classic fart around. Helen, as you may know, I mean, she's very much a polymath. She's an actor. She's a writer. She's a dinner lady. She's also a drama teacher. And um, for this podcast, you essentially took me on a drama class, didn't you? Yeah, you were my Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> Who's your mad demon? And who are you, Robin Williams? Robin Williams, yeah. I suppose actually your forearms are exactly as hairy as Robin Williams is. <laughs> Same heavy beard. So yeah, it's perfect. And oh, was I your Michelle Pfeiffer? Oh, in Dangerous Minds. Yeah. I'd rather that. Okay, rather we'll that. go with that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> the Robin Williams. Was I a bit of a bad boy pupil? Yeah. Yeah. 
So basically what we did was we set ourselves the task, didn't we, of, of coming up with a, a video for video play. Um, rehearsed, written, improvised, recorded, all within an hour. I, I did. I used about techniques that I yes. used with my 10-year-olds on Rob. Now, we should point out we did record this before the recent American elections and President-elect Donald Trump. As weird as that is to say to all of you, our American friends listening, I know half of you are really pleased with that and half of you are literally running around terrified. How we make sense of it, who knows? But it was we recorded it pre-Trump, didn't we? We did. And I think some of the politics therein is probably hewn into the radio play. It's I a, mean, we're just, uh, we were ahead of our time, Rob, with it's this. A, it's a powerful piece, isn't it? Yeah, it is a powerful piece. Um, I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who's come to see any of my tour dates recently, and please keep coming. Um, tour dates are all at robrouse.com. Um, Helen and I start work on a new play of Helen's tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah, we've got rehearsal First for rehearsal. a play that I'm writing. That's going to be good. And Helen, of course, will be dinner ladying in a playground near you on Friday lunchtimes. Yep. But in the meantime, enjoy the podcast. I'll let you introduce it, Helen. I feel like there's something else we needed to say about it. What about give us five stars on iTunes? No. Tell your friends about the podcast? No. You can get in touch with the podcast at Date Night Pod on Twitter and Rob and Helen's Date Night on Facebook. And what's the email address? Uh, Robin Helen's date night at yahoo.com. But that was not it. That was not But you've thing. done all the business there, that's really. really well, that's smooth. Yeah. Really smooth. Anyway, it might come to me. But it'll be too late. It'll be too late. It's too late. Miss you both. Anyway, enjoy it. We really enjoyed this one, so we hope you do too. Baby, 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 baby. <laughs> what are you doing? What? It's a Robin Helen date night podcast. Uh, I'm not oh, yeah. this is a theme tune. Yeah. <laughs> what those noises? Come on. Ah. We drop the kids to school at nine and pick them up at three. How many times? It's 3.15. Spend the day together doing some uh, activity. <laughs> What's that? And then Ross? we're going to make sweet oh, love. Yeah. Uh. My mum might listen to this. This is about acting. Okay. okay. All right, okay. What we're going to do yeah. is we've got one hour yes. to write and produce oh God. a five-minute radio play. <laughs> right. We can use all of the things around us to make yep. the sound effects, should we need them. Right. And we can play as many characters as we like. Okay. But we've got one hour to write and produce a short radio play. Are you basically um, reshaping one of your drama lessons that you do with <laughs> uh, young children? Yes. Onto me? Yes. Okay. Normally I would, first of all, make you make a soundscape with your mouth and create different sounds. So do you want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So come up with a setting. Let's come up with a setting, Rob. This is a bit like... Uh, Whose line is it anyway in our own home? Yeah, yeah. I want you to come up with three great settings for a piece of drama. Where okay. Where could they be set? Um, outer space. Excellent. Uh, miss. <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah, Rob. Oh, on a boat, miss. A boat, fantastic. Um, at, um, at the FBI. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so we've got outer space, a boat... And at the FBI, okay? These are three great ideas. Miss, Sarah's pulling my hair. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with a boat. Okay, Rob. a boat. A boat. So what sounds might we hear on a boat, Rob? Oh, 
Oh, lovely. That's it's the sonar a, and, and a dog on the And the, the ship's dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's a ship's dog. The ship's dog, yep. The sonar, very good. We've got a sonar. What yep. other sounds might we hear on a boat, Rob? <laughs> and the dog And the dog out. again, because obviously the dog doesn't, the dog doesn't like, like the... Doesn't like the foghorn. Doesn't like the foghorn on the boat. And we've got a sonar, foghorn, what else might we hear? Um, captain, captain to the bridge. Captain to the bridge, over. And the tannoy. Excellent. These are all sounds that can be used in our play. Yep. <laughs> in the Navy. Da, 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 in the Navy. Excellent. I'm just the boy who can't say no. No, that's not. Isn't, isn't that's that not um, South Pacific? <laughs> I don't know. It's not a musical. <laughs> well, it can be. Yeah. It can be whatever we want it to be. So that's great. So what characters might we find on this boat? Uh, we've des- they're definitely a dog. I'm wondering whether we might need to get rid of the dog because Ronnie is now... Uh, addressing. He just the, tried to bite my trainer. And I don't tra- know he's why. trying to bite his own anus, by the looks of things. So ru- yeah, Ronnie, that's it. He's realised. Is that it. enough? No, he's doing it over there. What characters? A, sh- a cook. A cook. An old couple who are on a cruise. So is it a cruise? Is it a liner? What kind of boat are we on? I mean, it's, don't try and contain me. No, <laughs> because if it, it if it's a rowing oh, boat, right. it's a very different set of characters than if it's know. a cruise liner. So if we've got an old couple, I'm worried if we're starting a military tack, we'll end up going down a, a just a, a war a war yeah. film liner. I'm not into that. So I'm going to go for a cruise ship. A cruise ship. Yeah. Okay. So we've got an old couple who are on their honeymoon. No. No. Um, they're celebrating their 80th birthdays. Anniversary. 50th golden wedding anniversary. Golden wedding anniversary. That's poignant, isn't it, for the podcast? Yeah. So, what what other characters we've got? A cook, an old couple. What are the old couple called, Rob? They're an old American couple. Oh, wow. Good, yeah. good. Tammy, because they're often called things like Tammy, aren't they, American people? Oh, are old American people called Tammy? Yeah, there's an old lady called Tammy. Okay. Tammy and... Tammy and Brick. Tammy and Brick. Yeah, Tammy and Brick. Okay, celebrating their 80th wedding anniversary. No, golden wedding anniversary. 80th, I mean... No, that would be terrible. Golden. How many years is golden? 50. On a round-the-world cruise. Okay, so... And the cook is called... God, I'm not very good with names. Are you allowed to come up with them? Darren. Darren? I don't think there'll be someone called Darren on a Radio 4 radio Okay, where's the cook from? The cook uh, should... I think the cook should be from... Eastern um, Europe. You could make him from Eastern Europe. Yeah, he's from Eastern Europe. And he's called... Petrov. Petrov. Sorry if anyone from Eastern Europe is listening and Petrov seems like a slightly stereotypical name. I've already just woken up. OK. Now, two more characters, please. Go on, then. Who else is in our scene? We've Who else cook, is in our scene? An old couple. Do you want the captain of the ship? I don't know whether I want the captain. We could have, but I think... <gasps> what? A stowaway. A stowaway. A stowaway. A stowaway called... Oh, I don't know about his name. Bob. Bob, working title Bob. We might rename him in a minute. Okay. Once we've got some backstory for him. And then I want one more... The dog's really licking his penis really hard. And then I want one more... One more character or couple. A glamorous supermodel. Called... Maybe a footballer. Okay, a footballer. A footballer. (coughs) A footballer. And a model. And they should be English. Let's call them... Ian... Ian, just Ian. Yeah. Ian, Ian. Ian, and... He's the guy who plays for um, Manchester United, isn't he, Ian? Ian, yeah. Yeah, Ian. Ian, oh yeah, no, he needs a surname. Ian Forrest. Ian Forrest, great, Ian Forrest. Oh yeah, good name for a footballer, because you've taken Nottingham Forest there and just attached it to the rather humdrum name, Ian. <laughs> no, I think there is, I think I was directed by somebody called Ian Forrest. Well, yeah, okay. Anyway, 
Mm. I love the way you draw it. This is how you do it. You're drawing on influences. Draw from real life, yeah. You're just drawing it yeah. up, sucking it up like a sponge. And then the model can be called... Um, Shalusa. Chastity Modesty. Chastity Modesty. Chastity. But the irony modesty. being, she she's bears not all. Or modest. Yeah, she's bared all in the lads' mags. Yeah. Okay. There's. There's. Okay. There's conflict. So, <laughs> we've got our characters. We've got our setting. We've got our sound effects. We're doing really, really <clears throat> well. We're on target. Okay. <laughs> 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 Good, good, good. And seeing as we've Fall got... Full my head, sir. Full my head. Seeing as we've got a cup as well, I think we might need some of this. Yeah. Well, we've certainly got the sound of the dishwasher in the background. Yeah. Now, how's it going to begin? Who? Iceberg! Oh, good. Oh, no, but that's... Oh, no, that's Titanic. That's Titanic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard, isn't it, doing improv? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're the teacher. You need to draw it out of me. Okay, I think maybe we can begin, maybe we can begin, but seeing as we've got a cook, I think maybe we should begin at dinner. Yes. At dinner. It's dinner time on the ship. At dinner, all seem to be well. All seem to be well at dinner time. In the middle of the Indian Ocean. And I think the old couple, Tammy and Brick, are sitting with super couple Ian Forrest and Chastity Modesty. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, during dinner... I'm just saying at this stage, Helen... Yeah. Well, just, I'm just thinking about that dynamic there we've got... Yeah, I know. ...of Tammy and Britt and Ian uh, Forrest and Chastity Modesty sitting at the table having <laughs> dinner together. This this might not even get released as a podcast. We might have to just send this one... We might need to save ...straight this. to Hollywood. <laughs> I know, it. I know. Um, OK, so we've got a conversation between couples. Now, I think the middle section of the story is where we need to have our conflict. Right. OK, so I think the conflict yes. could be somebody finds something wrong with their dinner. <clears throat> now, it could be poison. Poison. It could just be a hair. Yes, or maybe one of the old people could choke on a herringbone. Or choking on a bone. Okay, yeah. <laughs> shall we go with that? <laughs> yeah, let's go with that, yeah. Um, so, does Brick or Tammy choke on the herringbone? Oh, right, are the old people. Or maybe They're it should be chastity modesty and then some of her modesty falls out when she's coughing. <laughs> the hound Nick manoeuvre gets it both the breasts out. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do that? Yeah, but that, that, I, I think that's a bit unfair on chastity modesty because um, maybe she should have hidden depths. Maybe yeah. chastity modesty should be the person that saves the day. Maybe, yeah. 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 So, shall we say that uh, Brick chokes on a herringbone? Maybe, yes. Yeah. I mean, if you, you, you understand how this works. No, it's, it doesn't, there's no rules, babe. You're looking at me like I've got all the answers. There's no rules. We're making this up. This is the joy of... It's usually you that needs rules, isn't it? Creativity. Oh. Right. Brick chokes on a herringbone. Yeah, I think Brick's going to choke on a herringbone whilst he's making some rousing uh, rally call about Donald Trump. Yeah, does he like they Trump supporters? Oh, he's a, he's a card-carrying member of the NRA. Okay, lovely. Yeah. So, um, and he chokes on a herringbone. The cook comes out. Yeah. To see what the problem is, they find the stowaway. Yeah. Somebody saves Brick, or maybe, not. Maybe the stowaway saves Brick. Maybe the stowaway comes out and, and he, saves And Brick. he's the kind of illegal immigrant that Brick is constantly banging on about. Yeah, maybe the stowaway, actually, is an illegal immigrant... Yes. 
who is fully trained a fully trained doctor. Absolutely, but Brick Brick is blind to that, Helen. Yeah. Because of his prejudice. And so Brick says, No, don't save me, I don't want anything to do with you, and then dies. Well, are we giving away all the story here for at this? The is, but this is like they're seeing the internal workings of genius. Oh well, yeah. wow. <laughs> well, I hope you feel very privileged, ladies and gentlemen. Oh wow, it's getting quite political. We've got Petrov the Cook who is from Eastern Europe, and now we've got a stowaway who's an illegal immigrant who's a fully trained doctor. Yeah. Okay. Escaping war in Syria. Wow. Um, He's fully university educated. Wow. Right. Good luck with your Syrian accent. Oh. That's going to be interesting, isn't it, folks? I'm really sorry in advance (laughs) about all of this. I know. Does it sound racist if we've got bad, bad accents? Uh, Well, I often think you hear bad accents in radio plays. Yeah, we were, our accents will be bad, but it's not. They won't be bad on purpose, so therefore no. it's okay, isn't it? Yeah, we're trying our hardest. Yes, we're not making him Syrian to take the piss out of the Syrian people or the Syrian accents. No, we're trying to highlight. Uh, highlight the problem that is there the are is- fully there the are issues in the world. We're trying to give the play depth. Yeah, good. But I think this is if, good. Can I categorically say, if either you or I or Ronnie was Syrian, you would be playing the Syrian, of course, character. Yes. And likewise, if you or I or Ronnie was Eastern European, yeah. which is slightly still too broad brush, um, <laughs> yeah. you'd be playing the Eastern European. So where's Petrov from so we can get away from Eastern European generalisations? I'm going to say he's Bulgarian. Bulgarian. Good luck with that one as well. I'm glad he's a man. Bulgarian. And I'd just like to apologise right and Syrian. now. I think Bulgarian and Syrian are going to sound really different from each other, aren't they, Rob? You are, I'm thinking... <laughs> That when you, when you do the Bulgarian accent, you'll probably do it in a lower register. He's a, he's a man. And when you play in the... Yeah, but that's fine. Often, let's not be gender specific. That's another thing I, I will not do in my casting, is I'm not saying he or she, except for the couples which are he's or she's. The stowaway could be a lady. And I think it's very sexist, actually. That the stowaway got... was called Bob. Yeah, but no, but, and I said working title. You said Bob. If people want to rewind the podcast to listen, you called him Bob. I said let's call a working title... Let's see. You know where why this I want. From. You know, I was I was actually manipulating. Were you things. trying to manipulate the the improv? I was trying to make sure that you got all the characters with the accents, ah. <laughs> so that I didn't have to show up my bad array <laughs> of accents. Yeah, but, I, but I would happily still attempt to do a female from somewhere else in the world in the radio play. Okay, so brick chokes on a herringbone. Chaos ensues. Yep. The cook comes out, and the stowaway. Tries to save Bob. Right. Brick. Brick. Okay. Now, what's our resolution and ending? Every story needs conflict. Yes. And resolution. Right. Well, as I remember, um, school um, improv plays Mm. either end up in everyone arguing with each other for a long time until the teacher goes, okay, well done, everyone. (laughs) That's what, and a long argument. Okay, can we just wrap it up now? We're running out of time. Yeah. Or, like, someone dies, yeah. or everyone dies. Everyone dies, generally. Yeah, so, I mean, those are my options that I'm aware of yeah. in terms of improv. So, I think maybe we need to bring everything together, don't we? I mean, I don't, know, I don't really know what Ian Forrest and Chastity Modesty's role is yet. I think maybe they, maybe they should. <gasps> what? How about if Ian Forrest uh. shags Tammy? Because he is just such a wanton swordsman. And chastity modesty goes off with the... Um... No, she doesn't have to go off with the old man. No, 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 the Syrian immigrant. Potentially, maybe, they, yeah, if they fall in love. Because that shows her greater depth. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but maybe 
just in an absolute horrible twist, Ian Forrest. It comes out that Ian Forrest and Tammy have been Ian, in the in the in the you know something slips. He, he banged her on the Hoyt's desk on the Hoyt's deck. Okay, so Hoyt's, Ian is it Hoyt's? Oh yeah, he banged her on the poop deck. Ian Forrest <laughs> has been having an affair. Because yeah, I mean again, that is not out of the realms of possibility, with Tammy. is it? Because Wayne Rooney. Careful. Wayne Rooney allegedly. There you go. Um, did the bad thing with um, quite an elderly uh, working lady. Chastity modesty and the Syrian <clears throat> um, refugee fall in love and... Have they ever been in love for a long time? No, I don't think so. It's the first time she's met him, but he changes her life in that changes moment. Changes her life, yeah, that she realises that... Uh, that she's got a grave to purpose and that's politically... And she wants to go full Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah can I, can I make a coffee while you're just writing these down? Yeah. And then, and then what happens to Brick? Does he die? I think he does. We need a death in there. <laughs> Brick dies. And as Brick's dying, we hear that Donald Trump's got in. Oh. Or that this Donald is Trump hasn't be a got in. Powerful thing. This is, I think they can put this straight out on Radio 4 Live. <laughs> I know. Right, I'm going to put the kettle on. Shall we, shall we have Trump getting in or not? Ooh, and we're going to release this podcast literally on the week of election. Oh my goodness, Rob. Well, I mean, it, it depends. Whether, whether what, how the improv comes out, whether any of it is far too offensive to be broadcast. <laughs> um, right, I'm going to make a coffee. The rehearsals. Are we recording the rehearsals? Of course, we're recording it all. They all get right. to know the full joy of the improvisation process. The journey. And we also need to decide what um, sound effects we need. There's going to be lots of clinking because they're eating. Yeah. We can make eating sounds as well because it's old people eating, so we can make lots of eating sounds. <laughs> so that'll be nice. You wait till you hear the noise that Tammy makes when she drinks soup. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. And then um, when he's choking, yeah. the alarm can be set off, so we'll have an alarm. Yeah. Yeah, good. <clears throat> and obviously there's the noise of the <clears throat> constant noise of the, uh, the ship. sonar. <laughs> So all the time I'm not saying anything, I've got to go... <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. In between every person. Yeah. Okay, right, you have, must remind me of that. If, if, I, don't, <laughs> if I stop doing the sonar... <laughs> right, are we clear? Are we doing a rehearsal now? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, you're the teacher. <laughs> and the people. A, it's an organic process, This is Rob. a real conflict You're my as well. teacher too. This is it's like... Whoa. Those therapy sessions where you both learn from each other. Do we hope or not hope... That any of the parents of the kids that you teach drama to hear this podcast. We don't. We hope that nobody that is involved, nobody that ever come, comes to see me in a play, should listen to this because this is not my real uh, level standard of acting. Uh, none of the t- children I teach, all their parents, should listen to this. Just turn it off now. And I've, I've, acted, I've acted professionally on the I'm, television. My standard of work. I won a bloody award, Rob. You won bloody award. I won a bloody award. Yeah. Uh, Best actress award. Yes, you did. Uh, but, but this, oh, the Buxton Fringe. The Buxton This yeah, yeah. would not be. Yeah, I wouldn't want this on my CV. Yeah, but I, I think this is also. I think what we're really topping into here is, as a true creative, um, you've got to be able to turn around and play around in half an hour, haven't you? Yeah. And that's essentially. And even if it's absolute dog shit. Yeah. You've got to make it yeah. and move through, haven't you? Exactly. Not, this, will, this will not be dog shit, though. I feel this has got all the makings <laughs> of an exceptional piece. 
So do I. So, sh- shall we start having a crack? We can stop and start and see how we go. And, and yeah. Uh, <clears throat> That's too near, you're making it peak. Oh. You need to do them, otherwise it will just hear the sound of things. Actually, I need my coffee. All right. <laughs> Good start, though. Yeah, yeah. I think we need a waiter to come and put it down. Maybe maybe Petrov can be the cook slash waiter. Okay. And to put the food down for them. There you go, there's his role. Trying to work out how I'm going to do this. Do we need, need a bit of music in the background? Uh, PRS. They haven't got the rights for it. What? We haven't got the rights for it, have we? You could put music what on. What about old music that the person's I, I can't check right now that, that, that I've classical. got Classical. I've got loads clean. of classical. I don't think that's the, that's allowed to be used, do Really? I don't think so. Really? Yeah. It's background music. Oh, what's the world coming to that you can't make a bleeding radio play? Whoa, what, what's the world coming to? An artist don't get paid anymore, guys. Yeah, but no, but this is like Tchaikovsky. I don't know who owns it. Probably Michael Jackson owns his... Owns all of his back catalogue. I'm going like, to Google um, it. I'm going to Google it. I mean, I've got, I've got some, some little loops of music there that I can that are kind of copyright-free I can put on in the background. Yeah. yeah. I can but I that. should think that some classical music is copyright-free. Don't worry. Anyway, I think we're getting bogged down here. No, it needs music in the background. We're creating the atmos now. We need sounds of plates and things. We need atmos. You've got a bowl there next to you. I know, but we need... <clears> what classical music is public domain? I'm about to get an answer for you. That was my stomach. Who owns... In general, some years after the composer dies, the work passes into the public domain. So works from the like of Beethoven, Mozart, Vivaldi are all public domain. Okay, right. right. So I'll play one of those. It's oh, fine. I'll get I've it got one. one. you got one. Yep. I've, my, my iPad is full of classical music, Rob. That's just, you know, the type of person I am. So are we actually good? Are we doing the play now? We're trying. This, this we're working play. through it. We're not, this isn't the final thing, but we're just piecing it together. So I do the intro. What's the intro? Our next one, I go No, this isn't the final piece. Okay. We can be, I suppose. Should we go for a run? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm just trying to think in terms of for the listeners' enjoyment. Yeah. The more we do it, either the returns will be diminishing <laughs> in terms of how much the pleasure the listener can derive from hearing us. Do the play, or they might really get in. They might. You might be on your train now on your way to work, thinking, "I can't wait to hear them just polish this turd, like just polish it and polish I, oh, it, and polish I want it." Them to do it again a to a high scene. I could go with a seventh <laughs> run of that. Yeah. See, the music's making me feel like I'm on a ship. Isn't it you? Yeah. Hang on. There you go, mother and uh, mother and father. No. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, am I bringing the food? So I'm Petra. What am I doing? You're Petra. You're going to tell me, the food. You're going to need to tell me what you need me to do. Like a bit like. Um, uh, if I was working with Christopher Guest, he says what the scene is, and I will just act it. We just telling you what, what is the scene? scene is. That's what we've just been doing for the last half an hour. What is the scene? At dinner, yeah. Tammy and Brick are sitting with Ian Forrest <laughs> and Chastity Modesty. They are served by the cook, waiter, right. Petrov. Okay, so uh, 
So, oh, do you want to create the sound of Tammy and Brick? And Chastity and Ian Forrest, yes. Yeah. This is the introduction. Okay. Okay. Hey, honey, can you pass me some more of that meatloaf? Okay, of course I can, darling. So, Ian, tell me. So, you play... Is it Sutcher? Is it Sutcher? A foot, foot Sutcher you play? Oh, yes, right. Yeah, I play for, I play for Chelsea. Uh, for most of my career, it's where I met this lovely lady here. He does, he's amazing, you know, he's totally amazing. Hey! Oh, sorry, sorry, I've been telling you there. That really is something, Ian. I used to work for the FBI. He did, he worked for the FBI. That is your soup. Thank you. Can I have some salt, please? Hey, buddy, can I just ask which country you're from? I am from Bulgaria, sir. Just do one of those things. Where the hell is Bulgaria? Bul- what? It is uh, Eastern Europe. Uh, it's, uh, I never heard Hungary. of that. Did you hear of that brick? Yeah, sure, I heard of that, honey. I think you're all your commie pinko bastards up there. I don't trust you as far as, oh, I, as, far as I can throw you over Donald Trump's wall, which he's going to build, and it's going to be a good wall. Oh, it's going to be a great wall. It's going to be ignore a big wall. Ignore him, Ducky. Just ignore it's gonna him. It's going to be a big, big be a great wall. So what do you do, Chastity? Was it Chastity Modesty? Yeah, it was. It was Chastity. Yeah. Oh, I don't do much at the moment because I'm really just enjoying Ian's career. That's right. Well, I mean, when you look like that, I mean, what else you got to do other than just look there? You know what I mean? Being like, what? Yeah. I mean, look at her. Look at Oh, stop it. I want my own perfume range to come out, though. Do you know what I mean? She will. She's going to do her own, do that, babe. You do your own perfume range, then you go on the jungle, and then you're going to go on, uh, you go on Arm of Celebrity. Well, that's the jungle, isn't it? But you go, you do that, you do the jungle, and then, you know, before you know it, you're doing, um, get me out of here. Oh, you? this soup is just amazing. Um, oh, this soup. <laughs> it's amazing. Stowaway come from? Oh. <laughs> what about the stowaway? Raise the alarm! Oh, oh, raise the alarm! Oh, 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 who's that under the table? <laughs> Excuse me, I am a fully trained doctor. I can help you. You get your hands off me, yeah, whoever you are. Where did he come from? Look at his lovely face. Oh, what are you doing looking in for? I'll stitch him. What are you doing, you? What are you doing here, mate? Get your hands off that old geezer and stop holding to my bird's knockers. I am a fully trained doctor. I can help you. You get your hand... If I I wasn't choking to death, sir, I would would pick up my NRA-sponsored rifle and I would shoot you in the head. So help me God out of my cold, bare hands. Oh, awful to this lovely man. He's just trying to help you. Yes. Come here, my darling. I feel like I've found a whole new point in my life. Yeah, people can't treat people like this anymore. The world must be better. Yeah. There must be more love in the world. Let's do it. Let's do this.
that was. The Herringbone Debacle on board the QE2. It starred Rob Rouse as Petrov, as Brick, and as Ian Forrest. Chastity Modesty, Fanny, <laughs> and this, as yet unnamed <laughs> Syrian refugee, was played by Helen Rotter. This has been a Ronnie the Dog production for BBC Radio 4. Unseen. Wow. I mean, <laughs> that was quite something, quite something wasn't That it? was something, yeah. That was definitely something. <laughs> do you think we need to go get I don't think we do. I, think, I, don't, no, I, I, I think we nailed it. I don't think, I don't think the listeners need to, <laughs> need to hear us try and fine-tune what was, from my part, a very moving piece of drama. Um... It, it it was multi-leveled. Yeah. I felt the characters were... They had real depth. Yeah. Uh, emotional depth. And I felt it was it was a stinging broadside to some of the current injustices in the world. Yeah. I mean, you know, you couldn't get more current. I think I did very well to make Brick a very multi-layered character. He was very, very multi-layered. Was was, a- my accent... Uh, as uh, Tammy was pretty multi-layered as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think I think um, certainly any of our American listeners will feel that we handled. <laughs> oh yeah. We handled the current political situation with in America subtlety, with yeah. real subtlety <laughs> and depth. But of course, this is drama. That's not our thoughts. This is just drama, isn't it? Yeah. It's free form. Yeah. It's free form. That was. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I want to uh, listen to it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which we have just done. Yeah. And how did you feel listening back to that, Helen? I still stand by that as being a really pin-sharp piece of improvised drama. I mean, calling it the herringbone debacle. Yes. Without any herringbones in it whatsoever, seen as you decided you were eating meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was, that, that, was... There are a few... There are, yeah, there's a few tiny plot holes. Yeah. If, if you can, if you can um, find any plot holes, Lister, yeah. in that... Majestic piece of drama that we just uh, created for you. Mm. I'd love you to let us know. Obviously, the meatloaf is a big one. Uh, although it might st- actually, let's be, let's give them a chance. They might still be a bit blown away by it. So it might be a bit early for them to try and make sense of it. Maybe it's something they've got to sleep on. Yeah. I mean, um, some of them might have instant reactions. I'm, I'm ready to hear them, but they probably to take to a tome, a tome like that, a weightier tome as that. It stays with you. Yeah, it's going to stay with you. To actually start to make sense of it, to really dig into it, it's going to take a lot because it was a visceral piece. A lot of people are going to be reeling from that still, Helen. Yeah. Yes, granted, it was called the herringbone incident. Uh, Brick was eating meatloaf. And, and the waiter brought soup to the table. I mean, <laughs> if, if you're prepared to overlook those inconsistencies, it, other than that, it's pretty flawless. I didn't even notice soup. I noticed that there was a period where Tammy went to Australia, just very briefly. Mm. She went to Australia, but then she came back to uh, yeah, Tammy Golden was Girls all Territory. Over the place, but yeah. that's just age. Brick, um, the more I listened to Brick, the more I realised he was... Uh, Kind of a Donald Trump, like a stick of rock through him, wasn't he? He was, he was literally, yeah. He, he was, he was Trump's America. I mean, who can believe that we recorded this before 
Yeah, it was it, it was prophetic, wasn't it? It was. It Not, was. I didn't say pathetic, I said <laughs> prophetic. That piece was a prophetic piece of <laughs> quality a drama. Um, <laughs> well, we really hope you enjoyed that as much as we enjoyed it. I think, Rob, there may be in the pipeline... More improvised dramas. ...an episode two. Yeah, I think, well, let's call this um, an improvised radio play episode one. Yeah. Part one. There's got to be more of these. There's got to be more of these as far as I'm concerned. So please do let us know if you enjoyed it. But Give us a give us a review. Write some words down for us on uh, on iTunes and let us know if you enjoyed this one as much as we did. And if you did, yeah. we'll definitely do another one. Yeah, maybe a review for the stage or possibly for BAFTA. <laughs> Feel free. Uh, it, you know, I'm, I'm not going to rule out winning a BAFTA for that one. Yeah. You know, um, or maybe something in the radio awards. Well, I think yeah, Pod awards. television, isn't it? Yeah, but so it'd be amazing if we won. Yeah, after. but well, I don't think it. I don't think it's impossible, Helen. With no, a piece with that, that powerful. No, I think we took all of the the world, the, the current world issues, and packed them into four four and a half minutes of just powerhouse drama. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm really proud of you too. Thanks. Proud of you too, listeners. Thank you, listeners. Yeah. Don't know why we both stopped there. We were expecting <laughs> something profound to happen. It's over. Oh, Helen, Helen's eating a curry. I'm eating my curry now. It's Sunday night. I'm eating my curry. Mm. So, uh, yeah, get in touch with the podcast. All that business. Boo, boo, boo. Wallop, wallop, wallop. Have Hashtags. a nice week. I'm Ian Forrest. Good night. Speak to you next week, listeners. Bye. Bye.